we're talking about walking in the life of God. And we're talking about not just natural life, we're talking about the life of God. The Greek word used is zoe. It means the very essence and quality of life that God has. In John chapter 10, in verse 10, what did Jesus say? He said, you know, the enemy comes but for to steal and to kill and to to destroy. But then he said this, but I am come that you might have zoe, the life and essence, the quality and essence of life that God has and that you might have it more abundantly. Or in other words, that you might just have too much. It's too much for yourself. You've got to give this to other people, right? It's just life more abundantly. Do you know you don't develop in this? He came to give it to you. And and we're going to look at Colossians in the first chapter of Colossians. You know, we've been talking for a couple weeks about literally the power of the life of God in you. In Colossians, in the first chapter, it really, in some of these verses, it shows us an exact picture of what we're talking about. The power of the life of God in you. So go to Colossians chapter 1 and let's jump off here tonight. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 9. Let's look at verse 9. Praise God. Now keep in mind, we're talking about the power of the life of God that is in you. Not going to be, not developing. No, no, it's in you right now. How much of the power of the life of God do you have in you? More abundantly, more than you'll ever need, right? Think about that. Not only that, not only do you have the life of God in you, you know you have God in you, in the person of the Holy Spirit. So let's look at this. So now Paul is writing to the church at Colossae, and he says this in verse 9, he says, for this cause... We also, since the day we heard it. Now again, what what did he hear? That they were walking by the faith of God, that they were walking in the love of God. Since the day that we heard it, we ceased not, I do not cease, or I'm sorry, do not cease to pray for you and to desire, what? That you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and understanding, and spiritual understanding. So let's break this down. Paul is praying that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I wonder if God wants you to know his will for your life. He wants you filled. This word filled means Filled up to where you can't hold anymore. That's literally what it means in the Greek. So let's break this down. Since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. Now this word pray means an intense, fervent, heartfelt prayer that he prayed constantly for these people. So in other words, Paul was praying for these Christians constantly that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will. Wow. The knowledge of his will. This word knowledge literally means a knowledge that you come to full discernment by walking it out in your life. In other words, it's revelation knowledge that leads you to be a doer of the word. Paul is saying, I want you to be filled with knowledge. I I want you to know the will of God in such a way that it spurs you to do something. And I want you to be filled with this in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Wow. He wants them to come to the full discernment of the knowledge of God's will for their life. He wants them to fully see it. Now, why is that? Why is that? 
Look at verse 10. That, or in the Greek it would say, in order that, you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So in other words, Paul is praying fervently over and over and over that they would come to a full discernment because they, they are personally walking this out of the knowledge of God in all wisdom and spiritual under, and understanding so that they would walk worthy of the Lord. Walking worthy of the Lord is walking in, in the very life of God. And I'm, I, I love this. Walk worthy of the Lord. You got to look at this and break this down. This is what's so cool about God. The word walk literally means to take one step at a time. I mean, it literally denotes that you come to full discernment of the will of God. In other words, the word has literally caused you, it's a lamp to your feet, and then it lights your path and you step. You're not, you're not walking like this, half just not paying attention. I think I'll try this. I think I'll try this. No, no, you're walking worthy of the Lord. You're, you're taking one step at a time. In other words, you're literally following the, the discernment spiritually, the wisdom that is flowing from you coming to the knowledge of his will. You're taking one step at a time. It's kind of like, the children of Israel, when they conquered the promised land, God never sent them to two places at once, right? He sent them literally to one city. He said, listen, the battle's mine, the victory's yours. You fortify, you get strong here, and then I'll tell you where to go next. That's kind of what this word walk is, that you would walk worthy of the Lord, one step at a time. You're not getting ahead of yourself, you're not, see, why do we rush? Why do we get all frantic sometimes? Because many times we're in fear. We're stressed. It's got to happen right now or else. See, that's not God's path for your life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Bible says he leads me beside still waters. In the midst of chaos, you're walking at peace. But you walk, look at what it says, you're walking worthy of the Lord. This word worthy literally means that you're walking in such a way where you desire with everything that is in you to please him in every arena of your life. If you're walking, desiring to please him in every arena of your life, guess who you're not focused on? Yourself. Every problem in your life is going to be because you're focused on yourself. Well, I'm just not happy. You're focused on yourself. I don't like the way things are going in my life. Right? I'm telling you, there's a place in God where there's contentment, there's fulfillment, and, and, and it's found right here. You have to come to the knowledge of his will, the full discernment of his will, because you're laying hold of it, because you're walking it out. In other words, I've made a decision that I believe that word, and that word is number one in my life, and I fix my eyes on it. I know it is not subject to change. It's forever settled in heaven. I don't care what my circumstances say. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, and now I'm at rest. I'm not trying to make things happen because his word makes everything happen, right? And now I'm walking worthy. I'm walking one step at a time, not getting ahead of myself, right? I'm just following the leading of the Holy Spirit with this incredible desire that in every area of my life, I want to please him. This is how we walk. 
This is why the world is screaming right now. It's screaming at Christians. Hey, get your eyes off Jesus. Look at all the horrible things that are going on in the earth. Just come on, look over here. Because all Satan wants to do is separate you from your faith. Because if he doesn't, he's already defeated. Right? There's nothing he can do to steal, kill, and destroy if you'll just stay with your eyes fixed on the Lord. You will walk on the water. You will finish your course, right? So it says here that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. So now let's look at what that look, looks like. What does it look like for a person to walk in the will of God, a full discernment of God's will, step by step, right? I'm discerning the will of God in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'm now desiring. See, what that causes me to do is it desires me, or it causes me to desire to please him in every area of my life. And now I'm walking worthy of him. I want to please him in every arena of my life. And this is what that looks like being fruitful in every good work, in every good work. I love that. And increasing, or in other words, increasing in the knowledge, again, coming to full discernment. I'm constantly increasing in revelation knowledge of him. So verse 9 says the knowledge of his will. Verse 10 says, as I'm walking, I'm coming to revelation, full discernment of the knowledge of him. It's saying the same thing. Because you can't separate God from his word. And see, this is the way revelation knowledge works, guys. As you peer into the word of God, when you have ears to hear, and you start peering into the word of God, will you ever walk in a full revelation where there's nothing else to see in any verse of the Bible? You won't because this is God. He is limitless. So what happens is some people, they will, they will understand this much and they're like, ooh, I got it. And then they take their eyes off the word and they wonder why they run out of steam because we're not made to live with our eyes off the word. But if you'll just keep looking at the word of God, you'll keep, you'll keep seeing deeper and deeper into it. The Holy Spirit will be able to open up more and more to you as you grow. That's, that's what this is talking about. And you're not stressed. You're walking one step at a time. And you're walking with a hard attitude. I want to please him in every area of my life. In other words, you are on the back burner and he's number one. In other words, in that position now, you are seeking first the kingdom and now he's able to add everything to you. Why are we preaching this? Because we are getting ready. I mean, this... This flow of what God's going to do in the earth is going to be so great. It's going to be the greatest ride. It's going to be the easiest thing we've ever done because it's going to be all him. But the only people that are going to be on that ride are the people that have sold out and just said, you know what? My eyes are on the Lord. You don't want to miss that ride, right? We don't want to miss it. So that's why I love in my office, I've got this gigantic, gigantic painting of a wave in Hawaii. I mean, we were driving by, and I saw this little painting in an art gallery on Oahu. And, I, and it just caught my eye, and I, I'm like, Jet, look at that. And she, I've been looking for years for a picture, a painting. And uh, we go in the art gallery, and it's just this little thing, and and uh, so I'm talking to the owner of the art gallery, and I'm like, man, who painted that? And he goes, oh, I did. And I'm like, well, could you paint that in a 36 by 48? And he goes, yeah. So he, he's not a Christian yet, but, you know, I mean, I'm like, well, can I pray for you? And 
I'm like, yeah, so I held my hand. Remember, he was, he, he was pretty open to it. But, I mean, we, we literally laid hands on him and just thanked God for anointing him to pray, to, to paint that. And remember when, when he would tell me stories, he'd be like, man, I've been painting this in my gallery, and I've sold so many paintings because people come in and go, what is it about this painting? Well, yes, I love the ocean, but when I see that wave, I'm not looking at a wave. I'm looking at a move of God. When I see the wave, so we don't try to build the wave. We, we, we get very sensitive. We spend time with him so that we can catch the wave. And that's what this is talking about. It's talking about catching the wave. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So as what does it mean to walk worthy of the Lord? Your walk will be fruitful in every good work. It'll be increasing in the knowledge of God. You'll be getting to know him more. What's the next verse? Verse 11. Strengthened with all might. And this is the word dunamis. Strengthened with all might. Dunamis is miraculous power. It's stored power that is released. It's, the whole, it's a Holy Spirit word. As you walk pleasing to the Lord, you're not only going to be fruitful, you're not only going to be growing in your knowledge of him, but you're going to be strengthened by the greater one on the inside of you with all might, with all dunamis. How can you possibly... I mean, think about that. It doesn't say the Holy Spirit is strengthening you with a little bit. It's with all. Wow. What is the capacity of our spirit? Right? I'm telling you, Satan doesn't want you to know who you are in Christ. We don't preach positive thinking around here. That's so low on the totem pole. No, no, we, we, we preach what the word says, unlimited thinking, because all things are possible to him that believes, right? Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious, look at this, power. That word power is kratos. That's the very ruling power of God. Wow. I love that. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious ruling power. When, when Ephesians says, be strong in the Lord, this is what it's talking about. How strong are you tonight? I'm telling you, there is no limit to how strong you are. Because there is no limit to how strong he is in you. There's no limit. See, you are, Jesus is the vine and you're the branch. He is the unlimited vine. And therefore, as a branch in him, what you are able to produce is unlimited. So that means just take all the boundaries off. Don't look at an individual and go, yeah, I can never lead them to Christ. They weren't interested before. The power that's working in you is much greater than the power of deception that is upon them. Right? There is no sickness that's too, too far gone. There is no life that is too damaged that can't be made whole. I love that. There is nothing that has been destroyed to the point where it cannot be put back together by God, but only in a way where you could never tell it was ever broken. That's what we're talking about with God. And the world needs to hear it. It doesn't need to hear twinkle, twinkle, little star sermons. And oh yeah, we have such a nice little preacher. He's just so nice. Let me slap you. No, 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 no. We, we have the word of God. Satan's playing for keeps and we're playing for keeps. 
You need to tell people, man, listen, listen, I love you. And I'll, and I'll be there for you. Right? And God loves you. And all the power of heaven is behind helping your life get back on track again. So we're going to pray. Instead of, oh, can, can I please pray for you? Oh, I don't know. Uh, no, no, none of that. I'm telling you, the love of God will make you so irresistible to people that they'll come out of the woodwork asking, would you please pray for me? And when you pray for them, you don't look at the natural and, and judge anything by that. You judge everything by who he is. Why? Because you're strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and look at what it produces unto all patience this greek phrase unto all it literally would read resulting in all patience when god strengthens you with all power it produces endurance supernaturally in you patience it deals with endurance in circumstances. You and I have unlimited patience and endurance in circumstances. Satan's going to yell and scream and do everything he can, but I'm telling you, as you walk under the shadow of the Almighty, you walk in an inaccessible place of refuge. You walk in peace in the midst of a storm. It won't come near your dwelling house. Are you, are you, but as you come near anything that's evil, it has to come in line. Because why? Because listen, my eyes are on Jesus. I'm walking where he wants. I'm walking in a full revelation knowledge now. Where If I walk in a place, if he tells me, wherever he tells me to go, I'm safe. Because he told me to come here. So the minute I step in, guess what? Chaos has got to leave and peace will reign. Now, it might not look like it, but I'm not moved by that. Just hide and watch. Why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. It's a, this is, do you see how these scriptures, walking in the love of God, walking in the power of God, walking in the life of God, literally, it gives you a whole new perspective you no longer see things as they seem. You see things as they really are. We have Christians freaking out about this election and everything. Just, just relax. Calm down. I'm sorry, I haven't seen Joe Biden put his hand on a Bible. Right? I haven't seen the United States be taken over by socialism and all this stuff. No, no. I, but I can see revival. And I can't see righteousness, and I'm not moved by what I see outwardly. So I'm at peace. Right? Here we go. According to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering. Long-suffering. Darn it. Why does that have to be in there? Because long-suffering, see, everybody goes, you know, I just need to be patient with my wife or I need to be patient with my husband. But you know it's impossible because patience deals with circumstances. Long-suffering is what deals with people. And the Bible says when I'm strengthened with all might according to his mighty kratos power, it results in patience. I have unlimited endurance to, to stand with my eyes fixed on Jesus in every circumstance until I see the circumstance come in line with what God's word says. And long-suffering. This Greek word denotes self-restraint despite circumstances, or really which are created by people is what the Greek has given us a picture of. That people create circumstances in your life that is agitating you. You have supernatural long-suffering to not get mad at them, but to keep your eyes on who the problem really is. 
That's what it's saying. And look at what it says, with joyfulness. See, this is the difference between us and the world. I have unlimited patience and unlimited long-suffering with joyfulness. So I, with anything I face, anyone I face, I can go through it with joy because I'm strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. And it results in all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. So I don't have good days and bad days. I only have good days. Are you going to have opportunities to have bad days? Yeah, but you tell the bad days you don't have bad days. And there will be strength and power from the Holy Spirit on the inside of you that will get your eyes on Jesus in such a way that you'll walk through everything with joy. Well, how do you have joy? By the answer of your mouth. So in other words, all this strengthening is going to cause you to speak right. And how you walk in the life of God, how you walk in the power of the life of God in you, you can tell because of what you're saying. You can tell by your countenance. I refuse to allow myself to go down. Now, now do you ever start going down this road? Yep. But when you're strengthened, it'll pull you right back. This is the cool thing. This is why I love the word for perfect and spiritual maturity in the Bible is not flawless. If it was, I would have to introduce you to baby Tony. But it means adjust and repair. So if I start going in a wrong way, that strength in me pulls me back. And I adjust and repair so that I keep speaking right, I keep guarding my thought life, I keep walking right, I, I keep the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. Look at this. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, resulting in patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Do you see the circle? The joy of the Lord is my strength. When I'm strengthened, it produces joy. And the joy of the Lord is my strength. And strength produces joy. And joy is how I express strength. And then as I express my strength and joy, guess what? I get stronger. So in other words, it's a cycle. It can't ever be broken by the enemy. I literally have to get my eyes off Jesus because he's the vine. So see, you can tell if I'm ever unplugged because I'll start going, I'll, I'll start worrying about circumstance. I'll start being a little freaked out. I, I'm just, you know, all of a sudden. But boy, if I plug myself back in, that's why God told Joshua, listen, Josh, you're going to your inheritance. I've given you this land. But listen, in the natural, those cities are greater than you. The people are greater, greater than you. There's giants in the land. Don't, listen, you take courage. You be bold. Don't be dismayed. You meditate in my word day and night so that you observe to do everything that's written in it. And then, Josh, you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. Why? Because your eyes are on me. You'll, Josh, you'll, you'll be in the middle of a battlefield and you'll be winning because I'm giving you the victory. The sun will be going down and before you think, you'll look up at the sun and go, stop in Jesus' name. And God will stop the whole universe so that you could win this battle. That actually happened. I wonder if after he just said that, because, you know, you get in a battle and all of a sudden see all this stuff. All, have you ever been walking and all of a sudden just something comes out of your mouth and you're like, wow. That's the way it's supposed to be. You'll get in something where you should be so ticked and you're like, wow, I'm not mad. I'm actually filled with joy. You get the worst news in the world and you just kind of smile and go, no. No, I don't receive that. Doctor goes, no, you don't understand. Here is the MRI. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. And then you walk out going, yep, yeah, no, I'm healed. I reject that. It's like, time out. You can't reject it. It's in your body. Oh, no, 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 I, I reject it. You just hide and watch. 
right? I already know I'm healed. You will know eventually. Yeah, but I already know. Why? Because the one that I know said that. Oh, I know it looks like I'm defeated. I'm not. I'm actually victorious. You'll, you'll know it eventually, right? But I know it right now. As a matter of fact, man, I know at the beginning of a battle, I know the end result. I know in December of 2020 that I'm going to have victory and triumph in 2021. I know that already. Why? Oh, because he said it. Right? And you could yell and scream and tell me that's stupid, but time out, uh, God's word's truth and everything else is not. Right? This is what I'm talking about. So literally, verse 11 will say it, it, it would speak it like this continuously strengthened with all miraculous power from the Holy Spirit according to his glorious ruling power resulting in endurance and self-restraint with joyfulness despite the circumstances that are trying to agitate me. That's literally the literal, if you take all those Greek words, that's exactly what it, what it says. You guys aren't happy enough. So let me read this again. This is what God says. Now, now this is absolute truth. Only way it can't come to pass is if you won't believe it, but I know all of you guys believe it. This is telling me that you and I are right now continuously strengthened with all miraculous power from the Holy Spirit according to his glorious ruling power. And it results in endurance and self-restraint with joyfulness despite the circumstances or the people that are trying to agitate you. Is there anybody here who does not have a person or a circumstance that's trying to agitate you? I would venture to say we all do because we live on the planet. Lord, will you just make it so that I never have that anymore? The Lord's like, are, are you sure? Because, man, I got some more stuff for you to do down here and I got to take you off the planet for you to have that. Right? So God strengthens us. This is what this all means, guys. This is what it means to walk in the power of the very essence and quality of life that God has. This is how it translates to you and I. God strengthens us to do our service in life. Whatever he's called you to do, God strengthens you to do it. But here's how he strengthens you according to the same standard of the power of his glory. So you're, you're strengthened in the same way that he walks in the power of his glory. He doesn't dumb it down a little bit for you. It's all there for you. Wow. When Jesus walked, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. He was full of grace and full of truth. God was working in him and through him. In the same way now, God is working in and through you and I. This power, this is the power in which he rules the universe with. And the power by which he raised up Jesus from the dead. That's the power we're talking about. This power is, and here, here's what we need to hear. This power is not just to get us things or to enjoy, cause us to enjoy life. Is it for that? Oh, sure. But it's not only for that. It's to bring us successfully through every trial, every test, all the pressure that comes against you. It's, it's literally to bring you through all of that with joy. 
God says, as you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I want you to have days of heaven on the earth. The same peace. We're going to walk around this glorious place in heaven for seven years before we come back here. Wow. I mean, can you imagine? You know, Benihana is the greatest restaurant on the planet from earthly standards, right? But could you imagine the Benihana in heaven? Wow, right? No, it's going to be so wonderful in heaven. Do you know how safe you're going to feel? Do you know how taken care of? Do you know how fulfilled you're going to be? Do you know you can know? Because you're to be the same way right now. Right now. There's a place in God where you could have it all right now. Because you're not going to possess any more eternal life when you get there than you have now. Yeah, but our enemy's not going to be there. Yeah, but your enemy's defeated right now. So you just got to stop listening to him and just listen down on the inside, right? As we understand and walk in God's word, we are empowered by God's strength. That's how it works. As we walk in his word, we are empowered by his strength which causes us to walk in his joy. That's just how it works. God's will is that we have patience to go through the trials, which then causes us to be strengthened so that we are a witness and encouragement to others. See, when I am pressed I am strengthened in the middle of the pressing and it literally becomes my witness. It becomes a strength and encouragement to others. This is why you watch in 2021. Man, the local church is going to be just the place because it's going to be, people are going to come here and be strengthened and encouraged by people who are walking in the power of God through their circumstance. And as they're going through their circumstance, they're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. They're strengthened with all might and power according to his glorious power. And it's producing in them, resulting in them patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. And what that looks like is somebody comes up to you in church and goes, hey, Pastor Edwin... I know you're going through this. You look so happy. What's going on? And you're just like, you know, knowing Pastor Edwin, he'll turn around and probably have some tears in his eyes. And, you know, with Pastor Edwin, he'll just be talking. Listen, do you have 20, 25, 30 hours so I could tell you how much God loves you? Right? I mean, that's literally, and, and it'll encourage people. See, that's, this is why. We're not down here for us. We are to experience God's joy in adverse circumstances. Man, your boat can be filling with water and the whole world is going, you're going under and you're getting the best night's sleep you've ever gotten because you know there is nothing on this earth that could sink your boat. As a matter of fact, there's nothing on this earth that can even shake your boat because you've dug deep, right? You've dug deep and you've founded your life on a rock. We are to experience God's joy in adverse, adverse circumstance. The trials that we face are an opportunity to apply the promises of God to our situation so that, so that all those around us can see that the word of God is true. It's not for me, because I already know. Let me say this again. The trials that you and I face are an opportunity 
for us to apply the promises of God to our lives so that others can see that God's word is absolutely true. Why? Because, see, we already know it is. Because I walk by faith. Verse 12, still in Colossians? Verse 12, giving thanks unto the Father. See, how do you walk worthy of the Lord? You're fruitful. You're increasing in the knowledge of God. You're walking in an unlimited supply of power, which is producing patience, and it's producing, what, long-suffering with joyfulness, right? So now, all that is causing you, this Greek phrase, giving thanks, it's the Greek word eucharisto. It means constantly offering thanks. So how I hold fast to the confession of my faith. What does that look like? Father, I thank you that I'm healed. I thank you that I'm safe. I thank you that my family's safe. I thank you for delivering me. It's a constant stream of thanksgiving for all. I mean, when you get revelation of the word of God, you'll constantly thank him. I grow every moment of every day in a revelation of how much he loves me. So I'm so thankful. Every time I think about it, all day, every day, I'm just, Father, I thank you for your great love for me and your presence in my life. I mean, I just walk in that. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath... Past tense, made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I'm constantly giving thanks to the Father, which has made me, this word made us, it's the Greek word kazu. It means which qualified us. I'm giving thanks to the Father Because he qualified me. See, I didn't have to qualify myself. I couldn't. My own righteousness was as a filthy rag. But Jesus was made to be sin with my sin so that I could be made the righteousness of God with his righteousness. So my father made me, he qualified me to be what? He qualified me to be meat. This word meat in the Greek means to be made sufficient, to be rendered fit, to be able to be a partaker of the inheritance. Wow. This word inheritance, it literally, Thayer's a Greek lexicon describes it as the part which one will have in eternal salvation. It means salvation itself, the eternal salvation which God has assigned and all the benefits and blessings of which it consists. God has rendered me fit. He's made me able to partake of everything that Jesus has provided for me. So as I'm standing here today, as you're sitting in these seats, you right now, see, this is not something he's going to do. It's past tense. He's already rendered you fit. You have been rendered fit for your salvation. Yeah, but I just got attacked with arthritis. Do you know before you were ever born, you were rendered fit? To walk free from arthritis, to walk free from cancer, to walk free from diabetes, to walk free from everything. I mean, you've been rendered fit. It's your eternity. It's your salvation. It's your allotted portion. What does that sound like? He prepared a table before you. He's Jehovah Jireh. He went in before you and provided everything that you'll ever need in life. Yeah, I need more finances to do this or that. Or No, no, it's already there. 
It's you've been rendered fit. You've been made, you've been qualified to lay hold of it. And when you hear the word of God, faith is birth that enables you to reach into the unseen realm and take it. Whatever it is, to yield all of your fruit in your season. See, many people are believing God to get their bills paid or their body healed. But are you believing God every day to yield all of your fruit in your season? Because that's, you know, you're, you're not going to really talk too much. We're going to be like, yeah, I used to drive, a, a, I think they called it a car. I used to drive one of those. Wow, I'm so glad I don't have to drive one of those anymore. Right? But what are you going to remember? You're going to bump into people. Because see, all this causes you to be thankful. People are going to be walking up to you going, hey, Tony, thank you. I am so grateful that you followed the plan of God because you told this person who told this person who watched in another country a live stream service that got to my little village in the middle of a jungle and now my whole family was healed and saved and thank you. And, and I went out and I, 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 you know, God used me and I started 800 churches and 300,000 people are in heaven because of it. Thank you. I'll be like, yeah, wow, thank you. That's awesome. By the way, Jesus, thank you because you did all that. See, we have no idea. There's going to be people that, that in their life, they just, what did they do? They were faithful in their local church and they had a prayer life. And all of a sudden they get to heaven and they find that their prayers changed a nation. I mean, this is, see why? Because they were rendered fit to partake of their eternal salvation. I love this. So verse 12, constantly giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Every child of God has been supernaturally enabled to manifest the blessings of their inheritance. Do you really, see this is why I can't work out anybody else's salvation. This is why I have to literally, he will lead me in paths of righteousness. See, I am literally supernatural, supernaturally enabled to manifest my inheritance. You're supernaturally enabled that's why, man, you have sickness in your body. You are literally supernaturally enabled to walk free from it because it has no legal right in your body. Poverty and lack, you have, you're literally supernaturally enabled to walk free from it. Anything you face in life. God's called you to do something and you feel like, man, it's just not going the way that I want and all this stuff. No, 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 no. You're supernaturally enabled to yield all of your fruit in your season. But I just feel so tired. You know, things are just kind of old to me. No, no, you're supernaturally enabled to always be fresh. It's all there for you. The ability is there, in other words. You and I just have to use it. That's all. That's all. Verse 13, almost done. Well, I'm not almost done. I've got 14 pages of notes and I've just done four. So... I'm about to pause, all right? We'll pause until next, next week. Look at this, verse 13. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Having said all of that, now he tells us why it was able to happen. Because he took you out of the delegated influence of darkness and he moved you into the kingdom of God. Now you need to understand this verse. Who hath delivered. This is in the Greek aorist tense. This means that the action spoken of is viewed as complete. It's viewed as whole. And it's viewed as a one-time action. This Greek word literally means, you could, you could literally read, mean it, read it like this, who hath once and for all 
delivered us from the delegated influence of darkness. Listen, Satan is done in your life. So no longer, that's why the Bible says don't give him place. Because he's already done. So he comes out, he comes as an outlaw to lie to you, to think, to let you think he's not done, but he's done. If unless God's a liar and he's not a liar. He delivered us from the authority of darkness and he transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Wow. See, here's the Aorus tense. We, here's an example of it. In the Aorus tense, we are not headed towards victory. We are coming from a place of victory. I'm not the sick trying to be healed. I am the healed, so sickness has to leave my body. Aorus tense, because I'm not under the delegated authority. Satan, you can't kill me. That was worth coming to church, right? That's what this Aorus tense. See, Satan does not have any real power over us. His only weapons are deception and intimidation. If you want an example of that in the world, pick your news source and just go listen to it. Right? Deception and intimidation. That's why Satan is called. We understand more than any person in church history that he truly is the prince of the power of the air. Right? But he could scream all he wants, ha, 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 your days are few. Right? The illusion of bondage will still continue in a person's life and it takes the Holy Spirit to bring revelation that you're free. Not going to be free, but that you are free, right? I love that. Hallelujah. Well, we have, you know, we haven't been going too long, at least by my standards. But man, isn't that a good meal? God, God talks in the epistles all about walking in the power of the life of God. We are to walk. This is why Jesus said, listen, guys, the works that I'm doing, greater works are you going to do because I'm going to my Father. When he came out of the grave and he said, listen, here's the deal. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now you go in my name. And wherever my name is, that's where I'm at. And I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm watching over my word to perform it. And if I said it, I'll do it. And if I spoke it, I'll bring it to pass. Because I am not a man that I should lie. Neither am I the son of man that I should ever change. Every good and perfect gift is from me. It comes from me. Right? There is no variableness in me. I'm no respecter of persons. So whosoever will, let him come. Let him drink from the wells of salvation freely. Let him walk as a child of God in the rivers of the baptism of the Holy Spirit freely. Let him walk in all of my blessings freely because I've given it to you. Amen?